Oof. Sunday. Sunday is one of them days. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Man, fuck Sunday. Even though it's my born day. Fuck Sunday for the sort of lull that it creates. You would think... You would think that Sunday would be like rejuvenation day, right? You would think it would be great to have a day of um, rest and recuperation, but let's be honest. The systems that we know or the system as we know it or knew it is out the window many of these things don't mean anything anymore 9 to 5 hasn't meant anything in several years I think I would argue whoa I would argue several years Hold on a second. Yeah, I would argue. I would argue several years. It's meant nothing. Um, your steady job that you've had for decades is gone. The amount of the amount of comments I'm hearing of. I had to either pivot jobs or just quit because I can't send my kids back to school. Why? Because they're not sending their kids back to school because of COVID. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you got that aspect. People who are now more frugal with money than they've ever been, what are they gonna do? Not spend as much. We see this house of cards sort of falling apart. It's a very obvious house of cards that's falling apart. And since it was pushed into motion, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I guess a real economist can tell you these things. I can only tell you what I observe. If we got hit with what we got hit with this year, seemingly out of nowhere, there were murmurings, what, a year and a half, two years ago, that Canada was in a recession, but they weren't announcing it as such. That's Canada. U.S., where y'all, where y'all truly on the up and up. That's the rhetoric that a lot of the, the Trumpites spewed. But when I think of, when I think job, I think of, and I, even, I don't even want to say job, because that, that job puts McDonald's and pharmacists in the same category. And that's really not the same thing, but 
Okay, fine. Job. Part-time, full-time, casual. All these things matter. All these terminologies matter. All these terminologies matter, and yet we, we, we conveniently brush them to the side until it was too, maybe not too late, but until global circumstances forced us to be like, wait a minute. All y'all are out of jobs, period. And if we call your ass back, we're calling back the quote-unquote full-timers, and we are leaving the part-timers a little bit longer. At least that's the state of what's happening here. Part-timers ain't getting the calls back yet. But what's still disturbing about that is that There's a few stores that are jumping off. They can't enforce any social distancing rules. They can't, they can barely enforce masks. <laughs> it's like, it's just a shit show. Man. You see, a, for some reason, Walmart, I always viewed Walmart as this chaotic mess of a store. And I hated going there. But ever since this, well, ever since the original quote-unquote the original quote-unquote pandemic or the epidemic or the virus started to um, alter how they operate, whew, what must of shit, man? Everything's in order. There's hardly any lines, and a lot of that is those people just don't go out anymore. But the point is, it's in order. Everything's in order. It's usually stocked. I shouldn't say usually, it's always stocked. But I also don't go there and do epic amounts of groceries, so. Point being, Walmart has created a sense of order out of this situation that other stores have failed miserably. <laughs> so some clothing stores, some of the clothing stores, and now that I think about it, some of these thrift stores where people are now flooding to because, I mean, it's just cheaper, right? So. These places are flooded and you have very minimal space, minimal aisle space. You're not doing the one-way aisle shit in there, that's for sure. And it's not a clientele that's, it's like, a, it's like, and I hate to say it, it's like the more hood clientele that's visiting that place. And then the the, the, the quote-unquote thrifters, right? Who I guess also, they fall under hood clientele as well, I guess. So, you have these two types of clientele. 
overlapping in the same space. No masks, no real social distancing. I mean, now that I think about it, this morning I read some CDC says masks are not effective in preventing the transmission of viruses. I'm thinking to myself, even if that was, the, even if you found that out, is this the time we're publishing that shit? Now that we're, we're having mask wars? We have mask wars, we have every kind of war going on. U.S. has democide going on. We don't, fortunately. That's my big political theory of this shit. Is that Canada can't go into a state of democide, A, because Well, A, because the country isn't wired that way. B, it's too obvious. It'd just be far too obvious. C, They kind of accomplish these sorts of things without having to be overt about it. Here we go again. Overt versus, versus covert. It's the first cigarette I've had in a while. So again, overt versus covert. We don't project the same inequality issues that the U.S. does. We generally don't anyway. What we do have, there is a social network. We don't get one, we don't get 1,200 for four months. I know that's, that's like an off reference, but still. We, for the most part, take care of our homeless and addicts, and I would argue, and working in that field, I said most part, and I'm telling you now that not most part is a very, very generous most part. It's a very generous most part. Very generous. <laughs> There's a multitude of programs and services in place that are all vying for the same government money. And in doing so, the budgeting doesn't always look correct, but still, they try.
try. And you know, let's put some positive spins on this shit, man. I was doing so for the first several weeks of all this shit jumping off. And then, well, it got worse, is what happened. I know I'm jumping topics here, but still, if you're dealing with one crisis first and then another another bunch of crises stack on top of each other, combined with interpersonal bullshit, Of course, your overall mindset is not going to be kumbaya. I'm just rusted ass bike. It's fucked. <laughs> the bike's been there for fucking forever, man. Anyway, so we sing, we want to sing kumbaya. We want examples of things being. In a state of normalcy, it's not. It'll never be again. And I think the first... As soon as we heard... As soon as March came around, we knew that. We knew that shit wasn't going to go back to normal. Ever. Again. And that's fine. And even though it's fine... There's like a limboish stage. See, they don't even have the lineups at Walmart anymore. There's a limboish stage in which people are going to have to figure out what the next pivot move is. Let's talk about that. What's the next pivot move? I've talked about this whole... I'm like, you know what? And, And... let me backtrack. The courses I was going for uh, social work here, and the more I got into it, the more I realized this is reinforcing the same. This is reinforcing the same. atrocities and systemic bullshit that's been going on for centuries. Like, do we need another, do we need another generation of people who've been, whether it's welfare or broken up fams and the broken up fams thing is very easy to it's very very easy to accomplish and accomplish probably isn't the best term it's very easy to it's very easy to look at a fam find a fault 
and say, you know what? We're breaking them up. It's like very easy to do that. So, do I want to be part of that? Personally, I don't. I don't want to be a part of any sort of contribution to the system that puts people in a dire spot. And it sounds crazy because social work is supposed to assist people, but the roots of it are, which I won't get into, but the roots of it are, are not all that noble. They were presented as noble, but they very quickly turned into something else. Very quickly. Alright, now I'm gonna buy some shit. So I gotta be at the cash now. Welcome to Walmart. Scan items one at a time, placing them in the bagging area after each scan. For items without barcodes, Three ninety seven. Three ninety seven. Would you like to donate how many store zero? Your total is follow the instructions on the pin pad. Beyonce Walmart. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not gonna go into the whole history of social work in the beginnings and so on, but I will jump ahead and say it very quickly became something else. We all know this. Y'all can go for, look, before you take my word for it, go listen to the indigenous community talk about what happened to them. There you go. Listen to them tell you what happened. I can tell you what they've told me, or you can go listen to them. I think that's the best way to moving forward. You have all these various stories. You have all these various um, injustices, scenarios, immigration stories, poverty stories, homeless stories. I can tell you a shitload of them, but I'm not going to tell you, you know, the Bangladeshi struggle story. It's not gonna happen. Especially because I don't know it. Now I know 
aspects of the indigenous struggle, but I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna regurgitate any of that to y'all. Let them tell you exactly what happened. Yo, know, I, I like I, I like what happened in Winnipeg, bro. When 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 shit jumped off with uh, BLM, I keep saying that Winnipeg was like the ground zero out here. They took action quick. They took real meaningful action quick. Mall's dead. The restaurants are dead. Shit. Stores are dead. Everything's dead. I don't know if the economic impact has really been fully realized. I know your news will tell you something. CBC will funnel you something. Global will funnel you something. The streets will funnel you something else. When I look, I'm, I'm literally in a huge shopping, I wouldn't say district, but a shopping center. And there is absolutely nothing going on. A few scattered people here and there. It looks like today, every day. Every day looks like today. So you tell me what's gonna happen if things don't see, and I said it before, you have to extend the um Wage subsidy till December. Woof. You're extending that shit to December. Meaning employers are not taking it up. Meaning people are going to be out of luck for a bit. If they rely exclusively on the thing they had before. Some people are going to just let, let go. I'm approaching a stage where I've asked some very specific questions. If I don't get specific answers back, I got a choice to make. Well, LCBO is hiring. I'm going to apply there. This is the thing. Any see it works now because I can self-isolate from the immune not the immunocompromised child, but you know kids and immune systems are fucked up, so I can avoid her to an extent, but if I throw myself into this and shit, anything, 
anything not digital. If I throw myself, ooh, I can take this off now. Ooh. If I throw myself into anything that um involves dealing with 100 to 200, 300 people, 400 people a day, you're risking it. And this is why, see, now I won't throw, I won't throw my, uh, too much of my personal shit out there, but if you were in a position where, let's put it like this, you were in a position you had a kid, or expecting one, and you're in the midst, or in the height of what they're saying is this pandemic that's going to kill all these people and so on. Would your actions not reflect trying to keep the children safe? You would think so. And you take that action. It doesn't mean that everybody's taking that action, let's say. So you wonder about people's motives or people's ability to think critically beyond what they want to feel in the, mo in, in the moment. It's easy to tell somebody in the moment you shouldn't be working X job. Okay, what's your solution for them? Are you paying their bills? Are you financially assisting them in any way? Are you paying their rents? Are you putting food on the table? Are you doing all those things? No? Well, how can you really say anything? See, many people have started, and I'm guilty of it too, I guess, but it's easy to, especially because everybody got caught at home and everybody was online talking to each other, like, it's easy to beef over these things. But the person on the other end of the digital communication isn't offering a solution that's most of the time anyway they're not offering a solution that's going to help you directly unless you're talking about like a therapist or somebody like that but for the most part you're on your own like when everything shut down and you couldn't even go to the doctor <laughs> Or they did, they, they, they opened telehealth and telemedicine with relative speed. So, so a couple of weeks, but it happened, you know? It did end up happening. 
even forgot the point I was trying to make. I think it was, uh, we had such a shutdown at such a scale that it was easy to get into conflict. Everybody's emotions were high on high, 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 high alert, high anxiety, high anxiety. I remember going to um, the last OB, OB appointment I could go to before they said, nah, no, nobody else except for the, uh, the pregnant woman. We were talking with this social worker, she's like, most of my cases now are about anxiety. thinking what pregnancy related anxiety like no 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 COVID I'm like really damn so on the one hand you say on the one hand I thought that there's going to be a boost in the need for those services which there has been almost overabundance, really. Because how many people are, you'll find an online therapist anywhere. But, tangible help is, is, is not gonna be the, you know, it's not gonna come by easily. Tangible help is a little bit harder. Unless you got a support system, which many don't. And then if all your support system got rocked, then so be it. So now we enter the solutions phase of all this. What is the solutions phase? a second I thought the mic fell down so what is the solutions phase you don't even have the answer to that every week as per usual new crisis like when you're in the thick of it you don't necessarily see a way out of it When you're a little bit out of the thick of it, it's when you're like, okay, I can envision A through Z happening. You know, 
you can start to envision things. But we're in the thick of it, and I don't think we're even close to being, like I say we're in the thick of it, but I still think a year from now we'll be in the thick of it. If I think of any global crisis that's happened, yes, we have, technolo- we have technology and shit now that can assist us and so on, but I mean, with all the nefarious characters at play, with all the nefarious forces, with all the lies, with all the media bullshit, with all the fear tactics, Fortunately, there's a unifying force coming together once again. Let the right and the far right self-destruct. Let those who are prone to wanting to destroy things destroy themselves. People will, there will be people who self-destruct in a way that's like, you know, my, um, my natural being is to whatever, drink for example, I drink a lot. And therefore self-destruct. There's those kind of people. Or people who like get into too many party situations and so on and so forth. And self-destruct. There's people who they see their demise not even by their own hands. Right? Many people right now They're not seeing their demise from their own hands. (laughs) They're seeing their demise from something that happened externally. Anyway, I'm going to end this right here and pick it up in another, another part, part two. So I'm continuing this, um, I guess part two, which I really have no interest in continuing because I got other shit in my mind now, such as the concept of you see i never realized and maybe that's my own naivete or ignorance or i just wasn't thinking about it because you're thinking about a million things there's a mixed kids our cute movement therefore we must have mixed kids sort of uh, agenda Right, so to say it another way, people are actively having mixed kids for the sole purpose that they think mixed kids look cute. I'm assuming it's it's predominantly black and white. But I mean like I'm not hearing much about like a Japanese father and a I don't know, I don't even know, man. 
a Congolese mother. Like, is that is it <laughs> is that part of it too? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's specifically black and black and white, and then to some extent, because I've seen this a lot, indigenous and white. But I would emphasize the black and the white. Not to diminish anybody else's mix. You know, everybody's mix is their mix. But I feel like the black and the white mix is one that's fetishized or fetishized. And um, there's an agenda, like an active agenda there. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Now, I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine like you're, you're 25 and you find out that yo. My existence is predicated on this mixed babies are cute agenda. Now, by the time you're 25, you're starting to come of come into your own. Depending on your gender, you might be further along. Women will be infinitely further along than men. <laughs> I'm just saying it straight up. Sorry, dudes, but we ain't getting that shit. To, well, we we do. Many of us do, but. At the end of the day, the women will be ahead by the time they're 25. So let's just accept it. There's no need, there's no need to get angry. Just accept it. So you're 25 and, you know, you're hearing that, you know, Mom Deuce wanted a mixed baby. And you became a mixed baby. She manifested the mixed baby in you. How does that make one feel? Well, I know how it make one feel. Make you feel like shit. Unless, of course, you don't care. I find it hard. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Oh, I heard. I just heard this groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. I heard this heard this next level news, and I don't care. I find that hard to believe. But hey, now um. I mean, what do those studies say? In the end, we're all going to become brown. Fuck. We're all going to become brown anyway. Because the intermingling of races is going to happen at such a scale over time. I forgot the time frame. It's a long time frame. It's not like 10 years from now. But like over time. Um, hold on. Over time, everybody will become brown anyway. So people are going to become We're going to have an entire generation of brown people Then there'll be I'm sure there'll be some movement of people who are like Fuck that, we want to go back to when It wasn't just brown Then people people will start actively trying to like Genetically modify You know The races to go back to what it was It's not going to happen but there are, people will think like that. But the brown people. So everybody's brown. So those surveys that, that they have where it's like identify your your ethnicity brown. You know what I mean? What ethnicity are you? Brown. I, f- I don't know how. I find that hard to accept. 
because well actually on the one hand it, it reinforces the quote unquote human race thing right so we're all we're all vying for equality as a human race I don't know if y'all can hear me but we're all vying for equality as a human race this opportunity to, for everybody to become brown eliminates that I'm guessing there's going to be colorism within the brown. I don't know how they'll deal with that. I'm joking, but I mean, it's going to happen. And then... So that, that there's your quality. You just got to wait 100 years. But it can't truly happen because there will always be... The cross-section of people that are like white supremacist types and I don't even like using that term white supremacist. Get the fuck out of here. Like super ultra racist. The thing is everybody dies off at some point. Sadly. Right? Sadly. Someone made a good point. They're like all lives shouldn't matter. The KKK's lives shouldn't matter. Um pedophiles lives shouldn't matter <laughs> and then there's one there's like a few other groups of people who are just like heinous people satanists they shouldn't they shouldn't matter you know what i mean like these people shouldn't fucking matter yeah we give them equal opportunity but anyway so that generation of like baby boomer kind of like kkk or aryan brotherhood or whoever boogaloo boys or whoever Three percenters. Thing is, somebody, some of these people are, are like my age and younger. So, you got like early to mid thirties, early to late twenties. Active racist. Like them people that went out and shot them people in Austin. I wonder. Like I know it does. I mean, it doesn't matter. Somebody died. But. I will. I will often sit and speculate on the profile of like who did that you know I'd be like oh so fucking these goose that was a fucked up video to watch man not from a standpoint of I'm tired of seeing violence but this particular video was a standpoint of that was such an active and brazen act of we need to destroy this this unity movement. You know, I believe we can have the NFAC and BLM and NOI and five percenters and everybody can coexist in their own worlds and overlap when they need to overlap, but right there and the guy was white you didn't even get who you were probably trying to get you are probably like okay we're gonna go in there to shoot some black people no oh boy I've had to remove myself from public life because of um A baby B not trying to catch none. See, 
It's just the, the, the climate is just like I'm, I've already gotten into some skirmishes with people in public. Nothing major, just skirmishes. And I'm like, are these skirmishes the result of fucking what's going on? It seems like, like I remember 2017, I got into a bunch of skirmishes. And I'm not an active skirmish enticer. So these all happened very quickly. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I believe Trump had said something earlier in the, in the week or the month. It might have been the beginning of the month, and then in week two or 2.5, then all this shit started to happen. All this racially motivated shit started to go down, and I was kind of like, is that what it takes for Canadians to react and, and really bring out their over-racism if somebody in another country saying some, some over-racist shit? Man, come on, man. But I, it also goes to show you, I've always said, I want my I want to know who my racists are. I want to know who my bigots are. And I'm sure it's different once you get into like, I'm sure it's different for different people. Like, I'm sure, I don't, I can't generalize this. Would women want to know who they're open, the guy who's creeping on them, like the creep? Do they want, yeah, I guess they would. We want to know what the creep is. We want to know who the pedophiles are in the community, right? In um, the States, they give you the address. <laughs> they don't give us the address here, unfortunately. But, um, no, I, I'm, I'm kind of joking, unfortunately. I'd be like, let me empty my account and call somebody up. No, I'm joking. But, um... Everybody would want to know who their open enemy is. That's why this covert shit that happens in Canada is extremely annoying and bothersome. But don't y'all fucking let this shit slide. They want to make it look like it's dying down and all the protests are going to die and so no, 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 no. Protests are happening for all kinds of shit now. Like I said, the jail the jail went on hunger strike. Like there's seventy. It was thirty when I the first time I looked. It was thirty. Now there's seventy people that are, that are on hunger strike. And I'm like, what the fuck? Seventy people. <laughs> when that number passes a hundred, you have to start looking at things. Because you do not want a hundred people dead in a jail. In the capital city of, of the country. You don't you don't want that. Anyway, I think I've yeah. I'm gonna go onto the real studio setup and um continue my thoughts there. Thanks for listening, folks. I know this is all over the place. And often you're probably listening to the rants of a semi deranged madman. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. I'll talk to y'all later, all right? Peace.